It's occurred to me that the old phrase, what goes around comes around, pretty much sums up inflation in five words. The more money going around, the more it comes back to bite us with higher inflation. What goes around comes around. And it's happening in countries all over the world. Our latest inflation rate came out yesterday, 7.3%. Certainly not the lowest, certainly not the highest. The most recent inflation figure in the UK is 9.1%. In the US, it's also 9.1%. Lebanon is the worst at a 211% rate of inflation. Nevertheless, no one can argue that the cost of living here in New Zealand is going through the roof when you consider how much more we're paying when we go to the supermarket, fill the car up with fuel, pay the rent, try to build a house, you name it. Pretty much everything is more expensive, which is probably why people are talking about it being a gloomy winter. It feels like it, doesn't it? Now, not surprisingly, the politicians have been going bananas since the inflation stats came out yesterday, especially the ones in opposition. David Seymour from the ACT Party. He's banging on about tax cuts being the answer, which to me is a little bit strange when you would think that putting more money in people's pockets like that would just cause inflation to keep going northwards. The National Party has been talking about tax cuts too, but not just that. And it's it's the National Party's other suggestions uh, that I'm keen to have a chat about this morning. In some respects, whether we like it or not, and this is where Finance Minister Grant Robertson comes from, whether we like it or not, a lot of the things causing our inflation to increase here in New Zealand, we have no control over, do we? The usual things trotted out, uh, COVID-related supply chain issues and the impact the war in Ukraine is having on global supplies, supplies and costs of fuel. We, or the government, have no control over that, just like we or the government has no control over what other countries are doing to try and keep their inflation rates down. The United States, for example, a 9.1% inflation rate, and it's doing exactly what the Reserve Bank is doing here and increasing interest rates to make it more expensive to borrow money. Now, when the Reserve Bank does that, it generally just affects us here because we are small fry. But when you get the Federal Reserve doing it, it affects the whole world because it makes the United States a more attractive place to invest, which pushes up the value of the US dollar and makes life more expensive for pretty much every other country in the world. And there is nothing Grant Robertson can do about that. Absolutely nothing. But as National's Deputy Leader and Finance Spokesperson Nicola Willis is saying, the government can and should be doing its bit to fight inflation. And she's not talking about the fuel tax discount or the half-price public transport. She's calling that a band-aid, and I couldn't agree more with her. What National is saying is that the government has control over what it spends. And if it spends less, then that that will help bring down inflation. Uh, This is something that former National MP Dan Boudoir is saying today too. And he's pointing the finger at the government for spending truckloads of money on its reforms program. Think back to the old saying I mentioned earlier, what goes around comes around. If the government's out there spending money, just like you and me, then of course it's going to have some impact on what happens with inflation. And so the Reserve Bank tries to make us spend less by putting up the official cash rate so that the banks have to put up their interest rates. But why should it fall just on our shoulders? And it makes perfect sense then, doesn't it, for the government to do exactly the same. 
because the less money floating around the place, the greater chance of putting some sort of lid on inflation. And what Nicola Willis and Dan Boudoir are saying today is that the government should ditch some of its reforms if it means less money in circulation. And so I've done some calculations, and the government could cut just under $14 billion in spending, just like that. How? Well, here's how. The three waters reforms. Pull the plug on them, and you save $2.5 billion. Stop the health reforms, especially the wiping of the debt from the old health boards, and you save $11 billion. And scrap the completely unnecessary merger of TVNZ and Radio New Zealand and save $327 million. $13,827,000 saved right there. And this is what I want to get your feedback on this morning because I think the government cutting that level of spending on those completely unnecessary things would go way further than the tinkering it's doing at the moment with the fuel tax discounts, half-price bus fares and other half-hearted attempts to make life a bit easier for us on the financial front.